Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Hey, Switch team. Welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin. I'm your host, and I'm here today with my good friend, Katie Roanhouse. Katie, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you. And I'd kind of like it if you just take just a minute, tell everybody like, what you have to do with Life Church? What team are you on? What are what is it that you are investing in? Would love yeah. to hear kind of your specific role. Yeah, so I get to be the switch project manager at our central offices, and what I get to do is help support and lead our forty five youth pastors, their associates, and interns all across. I think thirteen states now. What's really unique Man. about my story is that I actually was a youth pastor out in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, for about three years. And it was at that campus that I met my now husband, Sebastian Roanhaus. Come on, became, Sebastian. Yeah, we love Sebastian. Then he became uh, you know, an, a Switch intern to a Switch associate, launching Amarillo's Switch, and now is the youth pastor at Stillwater, which is actually where I was saved. It's where I went to college. So um, the cool. Roanhouses live, breathe, and die Switch, if that's not obvious. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, so since you were a youth pastor before Sebastian. Would you say you're a better youth pastor than oh, Sebastian? You know, I would say we both have unique gifts. I have never Gosh, met someone. What a politically correct answer. It's, it I is. mean, that was. It is. And you got you to hear this. There are things that I really love to do and that come easy to me. One of those when I was a youth pastor was not planning games. And Sebastian, okay. it would take maybe 10 seconds. And then and then I ran the play, right? The, the uh -huh, idea that right. he had. That same night, a student walks up to me. You got really good at planning games, Katie. Like this was <laughs> this was the, literally the best one we ever played, and I I had a choice in that moment to be angry or just be thankful that I was about to marry a man that knew what he right. was doing. So here right. we are. That's good. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Who knows what it was that made you think I'm going to marry that guy? But yep. maybe it was just that he was really good at coming up with switch games. Yep. So and whatever, he, whatever. He still it takes. is. Yeah, that's good. Can't that's say I've good. ever won one in Stillwater yet, but here's the hoping. <laughs> Keep you updated. That's, that's excellent. Keep us updated. So today, Katie and I are going to be talking about the topic that you are the thermostat. Now, the idea here is that you are genuinely the one that sets the temperature for your small group. You're the one that sets the tone. You set the culture. There is so much that you really can do. And there's this level of responsibility that we, we do want for you to feel, but there's also a level of excitement and equipping right. mm -hmm. that we want for you to be aware of. And so what Katie is going to do is go through a few things with us that maybe are a little bit more actionable part, part of it, maybe just helping us remember some things that are important to have the right mindset. And then part of it to know how do I actually act on this? And so mm -hmm. Katie, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And so like just to kick us off, the first thing I think when we get into a topic like this is I don't know about you, but I want to speak to those that may feel like they're in the seat that it could potentially be a little overwhelming of yeah, I signed up to be a switch leader and there's there's so much more that I have to be responsible for. But I also want to remind you, never lose sight of the prize of the sum of your efforts. OK, right. Leading in switch is such a gift. Because you get to be on the front lines for what God is doing in a student's heart through ministry. And sometimes that looks like dressing up for a theme night or reading your Bibles at a coffee shop with your co-leader. 
when a student's having a hard time, like it's all so beautifully orchestrated and he chose you and wrote you into each of those stories. But with that, it actually comes a level of effort to be able to set the thermostat. We have to actually evaluate all of the opportunities that we have as switch leaders inside of our Wednesday night experience. And for those in uh, Mustang or Sunday night experience, and then outside of that. So like, where can we set the temperature? And there are so many opportunities that you may not be aware of until today. And so as we talk through those and you may feel like, oh, that feels like a lot. Never forget. We do all of this for that one student that before they walked into the doors on a Wednesday night, they didn't feel like they had a place to belong. And not only did they find that sitting in your small group, but they're also going to be introduced into the truth of God's word. And that hopefully you, God uses you and your co-leaders as an instrument to write their name into the book of life. And that's why we do what we do. And so, right. um, like I said, setting the tone, there's a prize. And don't lose sight of that. Yeah. And so as I kind of like move into what it actually looks like to set the tone, let me set up like the week that we're going into is Switch Bowl. And so what every campus is doing across 45 locations is they're actually hosting a tailgate party this Wednesday night. And students are going to be walking into your location wearing jerseys and there's going to be football tosses. I anticipate nachos, hot dogs, Gatorade, the whole nine. And it's this really great opportunity for students that sometimes don't come to church to come and experience church in a new way. And so my encouragement to you to set the tone is to be just as bought in as the like craziest person on your team. Like if you don't have a jersey, I'm going to say pause the podcast, go to your local Goodwill, go find a football jersey. Maybe even take it a step further and put on some eye black. I don't know if you've ever been in a public school when they invite you to dress up for like Wacky Wednesday and like Funny Sock Tuesday. And then you show up and you're the only guy that did it and you kind of feel like you made a mistake. Like we never right. want our students to feel that way. So we can set the tone and excitement, showing them that they belong here by playing a part in that excitement. And that's not just these big theme nights that we see on Wednesday nights either, right? It's when you text students on Tuesday night about being excited about coming to Switch, like really believe that. Um, shoot it in your group message and make it to the point where they are so sold out for them to be at your experience that they have no choice but to want to be involved, right? You're setting the excitement, the temperature. You're shooting a message is like, hey guys, I know it's just another week. Can't wait to see you there. Like, the temperature is cold. Like, heat it up. Come on. And then like when you have experiences where our staff travels to operational staff meeting and you're not having switch, like, Take that time, set the temperature that you're going to still engage with your students outside of the experience. Go hang out with your co-leader at a Chick-fil-A and read the Bible or talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey taking over the NFL. Like You get the opportunity to set the temperature. And if we don't take hold of that, we lose that because it's our responsibility. And again, because there's a grand prize at the end that we get to play a part of if we take it pretty seriously. So Absolutely. Yeah. One, one of my favorite statements that you said was don't lose sight of the prize of the sum of your efforts. Yeah. So keep in mind, there is going to be effort. We have never claimed that this was easy work. This mm-hmm. is absolutely oftentimes very hard work, but it is the prize that is the sum of those efforts that is something for you to look forward right. to. And it makes the efforts worth it. And it also makes the efforts fun. It right. makes it something that you can absolutely enjoy. Mm-hmm the effort is a part of the journey. Like the effort is a significant part of 
I guess what even sometimes makes you enjoy what it is that you're doing. Right. And yeah. you mentioned if you were ever in a public school and you did these theme nights, you don't want to be the person who was the only one that did it. On the flip side, you also don't want to be the person who was the only one who didn't do it. That's good. And so yeah. I, you don't, at least, at least you don't want to be the person who didn't do it because they didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a lot of times that we, we think we've communicated something well, or maybe we thought to ourselves, hey, they said from stage that it's going to be a Jersey night next week. Right. So my students all know that it's going to be a Jersey night next week. When in reality, no, you during small group need to right. make sure that your whole group knows, hey, not only is it a Jersey night, but our group is all in. Like right. our group, every one of us mm-hmm. is going to dress up. And we're going to have a blast. We're taking a group photo next week in our jerseys with our face paint. So make Mm -hmm. sure that you wear it. And then right before that, you're going to text them. You're going to go, hey, making sure everybody knows it's jersey night. Don't forget it's jersey night. These are just really important things that it, it seems like a silly thing. It seems like it's not that important. In the grand scheme of ministry, it's easy to go, come on, guys. We're talking about a theme night. Right. This can't be that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about a theme night in youth ministry. Right. And we're talking about you setting the temperature. You are the thermostat. And so if you've ever had like a teacher in school that you were like, man, I hate this class because this teacher is so boring. And then you had another teacher in school where you're like, I hate this subject, but I love this class because this teacher is all in. That's That's the difference that we're talking about is you have the opportunity to be the difference maker that goes, hey, Regardless of what happens during this experience, the experience for my small group is going to be that the temperature is hot, that we are ready, that we're having fun because we showed up ready to do so. Yeah, that's so good. And it makes me think too, as we continue to talk about the word effort, I actually think it might actually bleed into investment. That's really good. Because the more you think about it, like, okay, you're investing a jersey on a Wednesday night to get students excited about Switch Bowl. And now you have a group photo that there's a student in your small group. She's never had a team to be a part of, but all of a sudden this becomes her background on her phone like that. Right. That has a, that has a return. Right. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's effort after effort after effort. But man, you're like, look at the investment that you're making right. in these students. And it, and it always comes back tenfold. But like I said, don't lose sight of the prize because it is it is so beautiful when when God does his best work through students. Just have fun. Just choose yeah. to have fun. That's all we're saying. Just yeah. have just have some that's actually not yeah. all we're saying, but it's definitely yeah. part of it. Definitely part of it. I had a <laughs> I had a science teacher that used to wear like powdered wigs and uh, <laughs> would go crazy about the subject. And I can tell you with a hundred percent certainty that I did not hate his class. And I can't remember. That right. was seventh grade. So right. anyways. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like theme nights, you know, texting your group, getting them stoked about Switch. Yeah, that's that is a portion of what we're talking about. But I want to go a step deeper and talk about what's happening from eight to eight thirty in your small groups, in your small groups. So you have the opportunity inside and out to set the tone for the culture of your small group. We say from our senior pastor Craig Rochelle that we are actually in leadership, the chief reminding officers of whatever we're excited about contributing to our culture, it's our responsibility to talk about those things over and over and over again. And if you get a little annoyed about it, we probably should say it even more to the point that when I say half, you could say the other half, right? Right. We're the chief reminding officers because when vision leaks, culture is drifting. And if we want a healthy small group, 
And I think all of us do, because that, again, is an, invest an investment that leads us to the prize. We have a part to play. And so what are those things for you and your co-leader? My, my suggestion to you guys, if you're hearing this right now and you're like, we have never talked about what is the culture of our small group, schedule time and go sit at coffee. Talk about like, what do you want for your, what, for, what do you want for your middle school boys? What do you want for your high school girls? Some of the things I think about actually in the small group that I get to be a part of right now is like in our small group, we're never going to tolerate disrespect. Um, right. it, it doesn't have to be this big, crazy thing but we're never going to talk down to each other. We're never going to discriminate. If we have a new girl come into our small group, she's always going to feel safe and welcome no matter what she looks like or what she's been through. If she has a heartbeat, she belongs in our group. And so just take, take the time that it takes to talk about who are we as a small group? Because the last thing you want is lack of effort in that area. And then every time the students come to small group, you get done, they go home, get in the car. What was the worst part of the night? Ah, small group is just like mm. kind of unorganized leaders aren't on the same page. Like there's nothing worse than that. Cause again, I would say it's one of the most important parts of the night. That's there. Absolutely. There are some students that are experiencing what biblical community looks like for the first time. And it is right. setting the tone for what biblical community will look like outside of the experience when they graduate. And so we have a responsibility and it's an awesome, fun, exciting responsibility. We have work to do. So sit down with your co-leader. What does it look like? And don't be afraid to say those things until you're blue in the face. I think something I'd be weary of also like in the same subject is don't get too dictator-like. We're just trying to help set things in place for your small group that keeps your students feeling safe and encourages health as well. Right. Does that make sense? I'm just... Uh, I, it absolutely yeah. does. You're, you're, I love the way that you put that because we absolutely want for you to be able to set some clear boundaries or expectations, not because you're trying to be dictator-like, but because you're wanting them, like you said, to feel safe. And it's just an expectation, like for them to have clear expectation, it just eases the moment. Mm -hmm. it, sometimes we think it's like, you know, we, we've talked about rules and how people are like, kids hate rules. Right. And if you talk to somebody that really, really studies that and understands it, they'll go, no, actually, kids don't hate rules. But the truth is, they really like structure. And, yep. and what we're talking about is creating some structure so that the expectation is clear. This is a generation of students that are dealing with anxiety on a level we have never seen before. Yeah. And so if you can do anything to ease the load of worry or anxiety that would make them think, I don't really know what's expected of me, then that's yeah. a win. So that's right. really the goal here, not for you to have to be really, really held tight to every rule that you come up with. It's not right. about setting a bunch of rules. It's just about setting culture and vision and excitement and then yep. allowing them to be a part of that culture. Right. So when you sit and meet with your, your co-leader and you're thinking like, hey, what are our non-negotiables? What are our goals? Where do mm -hmm. we wanna go? It shouldn't be a time where you're going, what are our rules? That's good. It's a time yeah. where you're like, hey, let's dream together. Right. Like what would be something that if this happened in, in the life of one of the students in our small group, we would just be overwhelmed with mm -hmm. excitement. Like what would a huge win look like? Mm -hmm. And then start working backwards and go, how do we get there? Right. That's so so if that's the huge win. If the huge win is that they stick to a... Bible in, in a year plan, and they're going to journal about their plan. This would be an amazing win. Awesome. Yep. What are we doing to get there? Right. 
And so some of you are like, listen, my kids are light years away from that being a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay, then set a different goal and reach that one. But you have to set a goal and then then you set the thermostat to figure out what tone, what's the tone of our group going to be? Are we working towards something or are we just showing up on Wednesdays? Yep. And, and that can be the difference maker. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. It gets me excited just talking about it. Getting students excited about reading the Bible can start with us, right? Because how many times have they come from stories where they're like, oh, it's just this, could be this boring book. But if their small group leader is stoked about it, at some point they're going to start believing it too. And Absolutely. Yeah, like use your opportunity, you know? Yep. You it's like you one. said about your science teacher. It's the same thing. It's, yep. It is the same thing. If I have a leader who is stoked about their faith, mm-hmm. who is so passionate. So if I have a leader who's passionate about scripture, who loves talking about it, who is all, who, who like when I talk to him, I'm like, man, you know so much scripture and somehow it seems like you keep learning more. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know how you learn more. You know, there at at Northwest, there's a leader. Her name's Emily Trice, and she is incredibly knowledgeable about Scripture. And every time I talk to her, she's like, "Man, God's revealing this new thing to me about Scripture." And I'm like, "I yep. I know He is, and I love that He is because I love that that is the supernatural work of Scripture and the way that yeah, it works. Exactly. But it's also hard for me to wrap my head around how someone who I know knows the Bible so well, good as her is continuing to be revealed more and more things right. or that there's something new. And that gets me excited and right. makes me go, I want more. And right. so you as a leader have the opportunity yep. to have that kind of influence. That's and so maybe good. you're not where Emily is, right? So maybe you're not, you're not there. That's, that's fine. Start somewhere, right? Do something like find that passion be investing yourself and then allow it to catch on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as we kind of like walk down this road, that's how I wrap up setting the tone is there will be a time when I'm not saying that all 10 of your small group students are going to click at all the same time because I think that'd be pretty crazy. Um, right. But I, I will say at one point you will have one that does get it. And the moment comes where in my case, she comes to me and she says, hey, I've decided to follow Jesus and I have a lot of questions. We get to set the tone for how that question is responded. I would hope if any of you hearing this got that, you would be, you know, sometimes they actually don't like a lot of celebration. So like read the room. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we're excited. But we also have to be really intentional about how we're leading them in those conversations as well. And so when it comes to that point, how have you honestly like pre-decided to set the tone in your own faith journey? So when your student does come to you and say, I'm, I'm here, I'm ready to learn, what are five worship songs you would suggest me to listen to, add to a playlist on my car ride home, and you kind of draw a blank because like, I hate to step on toes, but you've been listening to secular music and the only time you listen to worship is in, is in church, which is fine. But maybe it's time to, if you want your students to go there, maybe it's time that we go there in our own personal lives too. And that, that covers a multitude of things, right? Like our own quiet time. If we want our students to read the Bible in the year, man, guys, we got to get in that too. And I would maybe even encourage what we're doing with the students is supplemental to what we're doing personally, because what we're doing with the students is our ministry. But what are we doing personally with Jesus that he's revealing in our hearts to even make us sharper for those moments? And so, like I said, it could be, what are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you watching? What is your heart's desire for your students and how are you leading there first? 
the truth is your students' lives will not be changed by your mediocre following of Jesus. That's good. Yeah. Your students' lives will be changed by Christ out of the overflow yeah. of what he is doing in your life. So and good. so, truth be told, if the only time that you are hearing scripture is on Sunday mornings, then there isn't overflow. If the only time that you are listening to worship music and worshiping God is when someone else is playing it to you during church on Sunday mornings, there's not going to be an overflow of right. that. Now, it doesn't mean that there won't be areas or exciting things happening in your life that you're like, man, I'm just jacked about this certain thing. And there's there's this overflow of excitement. And so they catch on to that. Yeah. All I'm saying is that if that overflow isn't Jesus, then yeah. it's not going to change their lives mm -hmm. because Jesus is the one that changes everything. That's so good. And if we want our students' lives to be changed and their eternities to look different forever, there has to be an overflow of Jesus. And so we have to be thinking, am I making sure that there is more and more and more Jesus being poured into my life yeah. so that students can benefit from the overflow yes. of it? Yeah, I love that. And uh, I want to say thank you. Uh, if you're listening to this, it means you care about a student in our uh, organization. And coming from somebody that has students out in Rio Rancho to Stillwater, it makes a great difference that you said yes to this mission and I couldn't be more honored to do it alongside you. So share your stories. Tell us about how God is moving the lives of your students and be excited about setting the temperature. Josh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to be scrolling social media, just looking for the leaders that listen to this podcast that went all out for Switchbowl. And I hope that I see some crazy spirit. That's just what I'm hoping for. Same. I cannot wait to see what happens at Switchbowl. Switch leaders, we are so incredibly grateful for your investment and effort yeah. because we recognize that the effort is significant. Yep. And so thank you for continuing to put forth significant effort and given more than, honestly, more than you probably expected you were going mm -hmm. to have to give when you signed up for this yeah. rodeo. Okay, right. so thank you so much. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. We thank you for making it a priority to listen to the podcast and get better in any way that you can every single week. So as always, thanks for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.